sermon number 722, Where to Look for Faith, preached in the First Presbyterian Church of Bakerstown on Sunday, August 17, 1975. Text is Matthew, the 17th chapter, the 20th verse. I say to you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible to you. Our Lord has a tremendous faith in the power of faith. Listen to this text again. I say to you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move and nothing will be impossible to you. That's tremendous. Now make sure you understand what our Lord is saying. He is not talking about a dirt mountain, a physical, literal mountain. No, no. If that were the case, this passage would be valuable only to a construction engineer, a road builder, or a coal miner, because there are few times in life when any of us need to move a dirt mountain. Now, this is an example of Hebraic hyperbole, Jewish exaggeration. And let me say, if you're going to understand the Bible at all, you have to have some understanding of Hebraic hyperbole. What Jesus is saying here, because there are a few things smaller than a grain of mustard seed and probably nothing bigger than a mountain, he is saying that if you have a little faith, it can have tremendously large consequence. A little bit of faith can move all types of mountainous obstacles. And I think you and I are constantly looking for that kind of faith. Where do you look for, for that kind of faith? Some people believe it's out there. It's something that you have to go out there to get. So they go to this church or that person, read this book, or that particular philosophy, believing that if they go and get it, they'll find it. Now, faith, the type that Jesus is talking about, is not found out there. Rather, it's found in here. It's not something that you have to go out and get. God's already given it to you, and you've got it in here. You see, when God created us. He gave us the capacity, the faculty, to have different types of power. We have brain power. And what enables you to understand this sermon is your brain power. What enables anybody to think, to use logic, to come up with some intelligent answers, that is brain power. And brain power is in operation whenever you say, I think. That's how you recognize brain power. I think. That's its symbol. There's love power. And God has given us, each one, the ability to love. Now, whether or not we love does not necessarily take away the fact that we have the power to love. Willpower, that's, that's another power that God has given to us. And I don't know about you, but what got me here this morning and what gets me up every morning is willpower. And every time I say, I will, 
I'm executing that particular power. So God also has given us faith power. Power that enables us to have faith. Now, this isn't a very big power. It's rather small. For after all, it's so powerful that God says all you need is a grain of mustard seed and that will move mountains. So you have to look for this. And it's inside of you and you recognize it whenever you say, I can. I can. That is the exercise of faith power. I read once where this slogan, success comes in cans, failures in cans. And that's right. And we are people who can say, I can. If you'll notice, the particular disciples that we were reading about in today's scripture lesson, they were incapable of helping the little boy, not because they didn't have faith, but as Jesus says, because of their little faith. They had faith, but they did not believe that they could heal the boy or the child. Believe you can't do something, and you can't. It's only when you believe you can that you can. So remember, this particular power is not something that you go out and get. You already have it. Use it. And you use it when I say, I can. Faith power is not looking forward. It's looking backward. That's right. It may sound strange, but nevertheless, it is true. When somebody says, I believe in America, or I believe in the church, or I believe in, in the youth, some of the youth of today, what are you saying? You are saying that because of past performance, you have faith in the future. Because you know what has happened, you can believe in what may happen. You see, tomorrow's faith is built upon the past performance. So consequently, when you want faith, you don't look forward. You look back. As the Bible says, you look back in faith. And that's another lesson the Hebrews teach us. Take the writer of the 11th chapter of Hebrews. You know that passage. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the convictions of things not seen, that passage is followed with nothing more than a recall, a, a recounting of the history from the time of Abel, Abel through David and all of the prophets. What it does, it tells us what they have done so that what we can do, that's faith. And that's exactly the way it is. It's most ironic, isn't it, that this particular week that was just passed, we, we commemorated the 30th anniversary of the closing of World War II. Remember that time? I know I wasn't very old at the time, and, and I can recall it was very difficult for us to pinpoint the exact day when, when the war was over with Japan. Our family was vacationing up at Lake Chautauqua, and I'll never forget that great symphony played Stars and stripes forever. I can still remember the fellow with his little piccolo playing that tremendous part of that great, great musical selection. 
I was only one or two years old at that time. <laughs> well, you got to have faith, you know. But th did you notice in the paper this week, and this is the ironic part, that one of the heroes of that Second War World War, the one who gave us an uplift back in 1941, he was called home to his eternal reward. I make reference to, to General Anthony Old Crock McAuliffe. Do you remember him? He was the commander of the 101st Airborne Division. And it was in that battle which now is known as the Battle of the Bulge. And he and his men were surrounded four to one by, by the German army. And uh, he didn't know exactly what to do. And when the courier came, though, from the German military leader, asking for an unconditional surrender with the ultimatum, that if they did not surrender, that there would be real defeat. And Colonel or General McAuliffe scribbled down the note and returned it with one word, nuts. Well, as you know, the 101st Division was not defeated. There was a turnaround activity with the help of the Allies. We were successful in winning that Battle of the Bulge. Heavy losses, but the victory was won. And I cannot help but wonder, through the next 30 years, how that particular incident, when all the general had to rely upon was faith, how that particular incident was used in his life to move many mountains yet to come before him through his remaining years. Do you, do you get the point? All of us have had experiences where all seemingly hope has been abandoned and the outcome looks very, very bad. We wonder how we're ever going to make it and then something happens and we have made it. Remember those particular incidents, ladies and gentlemen. Growth does not come easily. There's never pain. There's never grow, gain without pain. And when those experiences come, use them, remember them, look back on them when you face the mountains of tomorrow. Faith comes not by looking forward, but by looking backward. And then faith comes also not when you look down in discouragement, in defeat, in real disillusionment, but rather when you kneel on your knees and look up, when you look up and lift up your eyes under the hills beyond the mountains, under the hills from whence cometh your help, when you kneel down and lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and let the kingdom the King of Glory come in. Real faith comes not when you get down on your knees and ask God to change His mind, but when you ask Him to change your mind, when you ask God not to do your will, but for you to do His will, when you ask God not to move the mountain, but rather ask Him to show you how together the both of you will move the mountain. That's faith. That's faith. And as someone has said, the food for faith is prayer. And unless you practice the presence of God, unless you call upon Him to guide you and lead you, I doubt very much whether 
you will have that kind of faith that can move mountains. You see what we're talking about? You find faith not just when you can say, I can, after looking inside. No, it's not even real faith when you say, looking backward, I can do all things. But rather, honest-to-goodness, mountain-moving faith comes when you can say, looking inward, I can. Looking backward, I can do all things. Looking upward, I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. And you see, ladies and gentlemen, that's, that's what it's all about. For as Jesus has said in another place, the kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, the smallest of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest of shrubs, and it produces itself into a tree, and the birds make the nest in it. See, that's what we're here for, ladies and gentlemen. We're here to do good. We're here to let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. We're here to move mountains. We're here to do the impossible in the name of our King. And we can, if we look in, look back, and look up. God bless you. And may you have a happy, mountain-moving day. Amen.